Welcome to Intuitive Seek. My name is Mary Treen, and every week I aim to bring you a grounded approach to all things intuition. Through personal stories, experiences, and practices, offering energetic reflections to help you discover, connect, and fully realize how your unique power of intuition is your own greatest teacher. Hello, everyone. Welcome. Welcome to August. Or, as I say, whenever this hits your ears, welcome. How are you doing today? Thank you so much for being here, for taking the time to listen. There's so much to choose from. It seems to be more and more is getting released for us to look at and listen to. And I really thank you for taking the time to spend your time with me. I will continue to do this podcast for as long as my intuition tells me to. I am working on some interviews right now. My plan for now, it may change. One of my favorite reminders always is, I mean, whether it's God for you or, you know, creator or universe, whatever you want to say, is when we make plans, God laughs. And that is one of my sayings that I kind of always go back to because it is really easy for me to plan and plan and think about the outcome of what I'm working on and what I want to do. And every time, I will say every time when I have intended to do something and thought about the outcome, it's always been different. But then I can look back and kind of fit it into my brain and understand it in hindsight. But it has never been the same. So the evidence for me is that we never know the outcome. Planning is important because then we know what we want. As long as our intention is for us, as long as we're following our heart and what our heart wants to do. But we never know. I mean, even with this podcast, I thought it would be, I, I felt that I needed to do it, but my thinking mind thought, oh, this will be great. I will kind of work on any fear I have about using my voice. I Hopefully it'll be nice and healing for me. I don't know if anyone is going to listen, but it will definitely be... It will definitely be some kind of exercise in creating. And I love creating things. I love using my creative spirit. I love it. But then I made this. And in the first month, it was on the Canadian podcast charts. And then it was on the Australian podcast charts. And that was shocking to me. And I kind of it opened up an idea that, or it reminded me that when we have a plan, when we feel the need to do something, when we want to create something, it's not just for us. It may feel like it's just for us, but it's not because my intention was not for 
so many people to listen. It was quite self-centered. I really wanted to kind of challenge myself and move through this fear of using my voice. The stage fright that I have suffered, suffered from, I'll call it, because it has kind of hindered me, that I has hindered me and I've dealt with since I was little, since I was a child. I've always been incredibly scared of singing, of being vulnerable, of people seeing me and listening to me without knowing that exactly if they, the people listening, want to hear what I'm saying or if they enjoy it. There was a level of trust that I was looking for in myself, which is why I, I trusted the leap of faith to start this podcast, because who knows, right? Who knows? So the fact now that people are listening to it is lovely and doesn't make me want to keep doing it because that wasn't the sole purpose. But it has definitely brought in new ideas of how I can kind of evolve it. I didn't mean for this to only be solo episodes for the first 20 episodes. I thought maybe the first eight or the first 10. But I had to follow my intuition because that's the whole point of this podcast is to really figure out with you through my experiences, how to trust our intuition as the be all end all of what we should do instead of giving our power away outside of us. So having said that, I am putting together some interviews and I just want to share that the idea behind them is some interesting mostly women for now, some interesting women who have and are going through their own healing and spiritual and intuitive journey and speaking to them about a time specifically when they followed their intuition before it really made sense. So that we can learn from all of these different beautiful souls who have their intuition speaking to them in so many different ways. So I'm really looking forward to that. And having said that, that is my quote unquote plan, but it may most likely, most probably change. And I'm excited to see how it changes because that really is that kind of, not cure, but the thing that helps us digest the uncertainty of our lives is we can put kind of plans together and let go of exactly how they may unfold. But trusting ourselves enough to kind of think of the idea, feel into what we want to do, and then allowing for that space around it to just unfold the way it is supposed to. Which is usually, usually better for us than we had planned. Even if it doesn't seem that way in the moment. 
So I'm excited. I'm excited to see how these interviews unfold and how they go. And yeah, I'm excited for you guys to hear them. So hopefully by September, they will be, they'll be ready to go. But now it is August and it is my birthday season. It is Leo season. My birthday is on August 19th. And I was thinking about this because there's been a lot of memes and things on the internet where people are really speaking to like, how can you express your inner Leo? And, you know, Jennifer Lopez is one of like the biggest Leos to showcase, you know, the, the pride and the glamour and the expression and just the spotlight of self-focus, which is, tends to be kind of the arc the overarching theme when people think of Leos. Now, I'm not an astrologer, but thinking about Leos and the way they're perceived in lions, it really inspired me to talk about our heart today, the energy of our hearts. Because when I think of Leos, the ones in my family and just kind of the archetype of them, especially the archetype of a lion, I think of the heart. Most people think of Leos as, if you are kind of in that astrology, kind of like light horoscope world, you can think of Leos as, you know, taking the spotlight, being self-centered, you know, always the leader, which are definite traits for sure. The king of the jungle. But I always think of the thing that most people don't really understand about lions in the Leo, which is the heart, which is this very big, sensitive, pretty soft and full heart. So much so that most Leos, when they aren't feeling safe or trusting themselves, and I can speak from experience, you, you harden your heart because it is, it, it's too much to feel. It's too much. And I think that that is a universal concept that is highlighted by thinking about Leos and lions and the fire within our own hearts. Because then that makes me think of the passion in our hearts. Are we following the love that we have for something that we feel in our hearts, whether it's a person or something that we feel like we need to do or share with the world? And maybe we're scared. Maybe we don't think people will understand us. Maybe we feel like it's not going to work out. Why even try? But we wouldn't feel it in our hearts unless there is a, a part of it that we can do. And so I felt really, really called today to help you to remember your heart. Are you following your heart? Have you followed your heart before? 
Do you trust your heart? Do you remember when your heart was broken? Do you understand how much truth you can really and clarity you can find in your own heart? Can you remember a time when you touch somebody's heart energetically? When you really knew that you touched a piece of their heart? And do you remember a time when somebody touched your heart? These are not small things. These are huge. We were given this energy. We were given this ability to love. And it's so easy to forget because we hear it marketed to us all the time in different ways of how to become more lovable. Do you love yourself? Let me help you love. Love, 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 love. So many songs. All you need is love. Love is all around. I can't make you love me. <laughs> There's so many. So three. Three that I can think of. I'm sure you're thinking of many more. And love is such a powerful emotion. It's a force. And that's why it's the first thing I think of when I think of lions and Leo. And really, fire because of passion and creation. Fire as a classical element it's one of the only ones, or it is the only one to my knowledge, that we can create ourselves. We can't create air or earth or water. We can find it. But we can create fire. Where you need two things to come together to create this amazing energy. Like that is wild that we can do that as human beings. And we can do that with love too. Where two people come together, where they love each other and create a new form of love that is alive, that creates more things and you can create children or you can create a life together. And you can't do that unless you trust your heart. You can't do that unless you listen to your heart. And I'm saying all of this to myself. <laughs> I'm offering it, of course, to whoever needs it, but I am saying this to myself to remind myself how powerful the force of our own heart can be. And when I forget about that, when I start to really focus all of my attention on the things that take me totally away from the power and love 
and wisdom and clarity that I have of my own heart. This amazing tool that is part of us, that is keeping us alive as a physical thing, but whose energy you can feel around the world, across the oceans. I mean, have you ever had a loved one far away and you pick up that phone or even a quick text message or a WhatsApp message and you get that from them or you hear their voice and you can feel it. You can feel that love, that intention of love behind it. That's amazing that our love can travel like that. That's amazing. And it's a huge responsibility because when you understand that it's that powerful, that you have this force that can span time, I mean, truly, it can span time because if you're thinking about a loved one who've passed away and you can feel that love in your heart for them, or you can feel that space that your heart made for them, but because they are physically not here anymore, you're so much more aware of that space. And sometimes that space can feel empty, but I don't think it's an empty feeling when we feel that loss. I think what it is and feel what it could be is that we are so aware of how much room we made for them to be in our heart. And that space doesn't go away, it doesn't close up. It's still there. And that depth of love that we feel in that deep space that we created for them it can feel painful when they're not physically there to receive it anymore. Even if we weren't always saying I love you or talking to them all the time or having a huge part of their life. If you love somebody, you've made room in your heart for them. And if that person has passed away, it's hard for us to recognize that love is still in us and it is still being received regardless of your beliefs because we have memories and maybe you've experienced this even if the person hasn't passed away maybe they're just not in your life anymore maybe it's an ex-boyfriend or an ex-husband or ex-girlfriend but if you have memories of when you did share that love you can feel it you can feel that love. It's changed, it's transformed a bit. But if you really feel into that memory, that love is still there. So does it make it any less real? Does it mean that the love has gone? No, I don't think so. I think that it feels so different to us that the change of that love 
can feel so painful. Because most of the time we didn't ask for that love to change. It was comfortable, we were used to the way it felt. But just because it changed, it doesn't mean it's not there anymore. In that really, away from, moving away from like a loved one, I really feel that as well for things that we want to do in our lives. Things we're being, feeling called to do. Do you have that one thing in your life? And it might be multiple things, but is there one you can think of that you really wanted to do? And when you think of it now, it may feel a little bit painful because you didn't do it. So that love for something, that calling of your heart to do this thing that you actually, you actually would love because you hadn't done it, that love changed into pain, changed into regret, changed into guilt. But the root of that is really because you wanted to do it, because your heart was calling you to do it. And maybe that's really what people mean when they say, it's never too late. Because if we still feel that in our heart, the thing that we want to do, even if now it is not the most pleasant emotion, if we still feel it, that probably means that we could still do it. If our heart is still calling for us to do it, why not? What would happen if we actually let our hearts lead us? There's a picture I saw. The woman was kind of jumping off a cliff, but in a a really beautiful, like ethereal way. It wasn't dangerous. It was a was an image, a creative metaphor of taking a leap. And I remember I was struck by it because she wasn't looking down. Her chest was going first. She was allowing herself to follow her heart because she was literally being led by it. And even though she was jumping off this cliff, nothing looked more safe. She looked serene because she trusted her heart. And she knew that if she really listened to her heart, if she followed exactly what her heart wanted, that any perceived danger had no actual validity. And it made me think. It made me feel that perhaps, maybe the safest thing in the world that we can do for ourselves is to simply follow our hearts. Follow that heart that we have, that most of us take for granted. I know I have. But in this season of Leo energy, of that lion, if you can remember what your heart wants you to do, there may literally be no risk in that. Because nothing, no one knows better about what you should do than you. And nothing knows us more than our own heart. 
And I've been feeling that so deeply the last week. And I really hope that you could feel that too. And if you weren't already feeling it, that you are reminded of that power that you have every day. Because our hearts are almost like the action that our intuition informs. Because I find that our heart is the one that propels us. Even if we don't listen to it, we can always feel what it wants. So it's almost like that translator, like that full, even though our body is always translating our intuition, it's almost like our heart. It's kind of the direct line to exactly what our intuition is trying to say. So I hope that you can listen to your hearts. Listen to your heart. Well, I hope this week you are able to find some time for yourself. And thank you so much for listening to this episode of Intuitive Seek. If you have any thoughts or questions, then please contact me through my website, treenlight.com, or through my Instagram at treenlight, T-R-E-E-N-L-I-G-H-T. I will be opening space actually for three more clients at the end of August, and I always offer a free clarity session to see how I can support you. I have all of those links in my show notes at the bottom of the episode, so feel free to go and click there. Hugely appreciated if you subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and if you feel called to give some support, then please share this episode with a friend, or you can also leave a review. Thank you again. Be kind to yourself, and I'll talk to you next week.